We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I am pretty much a sports genius. Ayo, hey, I'm producer Eddie, and I am an average sports fan. I love to watch sports, but I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. What's up, you guys? I am Ray. I absolutely love sports. I'm from the north. I like ice hockey. I like ice fishing, and I love shotgunning beers at the local bars. That's what I like to hear. I wonder if Ray's ever been ice fishing in his life. I I would think that he probably has been since would, he did I, grow up in the north. I would say 100% no. Ray? I've been on the ice <laughs> with friends. Stop. But it's dude, over. Dude, listen. Over. No, no, no. If you lose the lure and the gear, parents get so pissed at you. <laughs> the so lure gro- and the gear? Yeah. Growing up, we would go with dads. You'd go walk on the ice. You'd drive a truck on the ice. But the act of actually ice fishing, I don't think I've ever done. Oh. Because it, it, they get so critical. But he does love ice fishing. He loves ice fishing. Yeah. But, wanna, he's, but I, he's never been. Right. I just wanted to check on the facts of your introduction because we've seen a poke holes in it every day but hey if you're an ice fisherman congratulations i'm glad you enjoy it even though you've never done it because i love you know what i love flying planes have you ever flown a plane nope but i enjoy it i mean that's what we're learning from ray's intro you can just basically say whatever you love but you don't have to do it you just say whatever I tried to name something from the north. Ice fishing. I've been on the ice when people are ice fishing. I love ice fishing. There you go. That's perfect. I love deep sea diving. I love going down in the deep, deep ocean and dive. Yeah? What have you seen down there? Oh, I've never been. Oh. Okay, cool. Do you realize, Ray, do you realize how, how dumb that sounded? All right, I will update it so that I no longer say I love ice fishing. Hey, but you know what? Fish, say, fishing is a sport. And, and, and if, I, if I may say that I am an... I am an avid fisherman, and when I went to Wisconsin one time, I wa- I saw people ice fishing, and dude, it looks pretty darn cool. They set up a tent in the middle of the frozen lake, and they drill a hole. I mean, and you know some people light fires on the ice. The they, ice is that They thick. have heaters yes. in their tent, and I'm just like, dude, you're going to melt the ice under your feet. Oh, I saw sometimes grumpy be, old men, and they, they there do it you on that, 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 oh, they do? that movie. But my question is, I mean, I've, I've never this done it. This may be a really good question. Ask away. How do you drill the hole and the whole ice not just start cracking? No, no, it's really thick, dude. The- I understand, but when you when you drill a hole in something, doesn't crack start forming in the okay, ice? Okay, let me give you an example. I've never. Have you been? Oh, you're going to say, have you ever drilled a hole in wood? <laughs> no, that's not. No, because okay. ice is different than wood. Have you ever gone to those places where they sculpt ice? You know, if you go to an event and they have a now a I ice, see those and I don't understand how they do that either because ice that thick does not crack like that. It's like a block. It's like a rock. That doesn't, makes sense. Doesn't crack. That but makes coach, sense. here's the thing though: when I go fishing, say I take the kids to the river or the lake or whatever, I fish for about five minutes in one spot. If I'm not getting a bite in five minutes, guess what? I'm moving to the other side of the lake. These guys that go ice fishing, they're screwed. Like they pick their one little hole. <laughs> Drop the the line straight down, and if they don't catch anything, they're done. Like that's usually why that you have buddies in other tents, and you can go across. They're just like neighbors on the ice, and you get their holes. Then, oh really? Yes, absolutely. You share holes? Yeah, you can Ooh, share. I don't, holes. That sounds dirty I, I don't to me. know if I'm sharing a hole, dude. It's a community out there on the ice. You're driving trucks. Some people are doing food runs. Some people are sharing holes. All of it. That's food runs? I thought they just cooked the fish they catch. Where? Oh, there? You're- yeah. Dude, not in 2018. No. You got a guy doing a beer run. Some Another guy's going to the fast food place down the street. You're not out there just surviving and thriving. Okay. God, would you guys ever want to talk about hunting and fishing on this show? No, That's not, not really. Oh, okay. 
I mean, I mean, those are sports. Yeah, that, sportsmen. That's what they call them. Dude, you just brought an interesting angle. We really could talk a little hunting and fishing, dude, because that is sports. Let me tell you a little something. Let, 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 let me tell you all the huge hunting and fishing shows that are out there nationally. Go ahead. There you go. Uh, That's it. Uh, Cabela's comes out with a great series of, of uh, buck hunting. I was going to say Bassmaster. They have those tournaments on TV. I'll watch them for 20 minutes. Me too. I understand that. Are they on a, a podcast? Do they have a podcast or a radio show? Probably not. <laughs> nah, probably not. I, I love those I love those bass tournaments that they have on TV. You just hear okay. the guy... Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I, 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 the, the mics I, are always like up to the guy where he's like, oh, you he hear his breathing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I got my, so I got my top water lure on this. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Coach, yeah, coming in. And, you and, just and this, did a great like, example. Oh, that's a big one right there. No, oh, all right. Get the scale on that one. All right, that's about five pounds right there, 5.2. All right, throw him back in. And that's what it is. It's 30 minutes or an hour of that. And then the play-by-play guy comes in. He goes, yeah, he's been fishing that hole all day. He finally got his first catch. Now we're going to go over to the back corner of the lake over there, Mark. Mark is working right now on a big one. It looks like he's got on the line. Here it is. Oh, man, there's a heavy one right there. Get the, get the net ready. Oh, there it is. It's a beauty right there. Look at that. 6.7 pounds. That is Mark's first fish of the day. We're going to check back in with him. Now we're going to go to the bayou. Look at this thing. It looks like there's a ton of fish out there. Oh, I, got, I haven't gotten anything here tonight. Man, it's a slow day, man. I've been out here for three hours. Oh, I got a bite. There it is. There's that bite coming in. <laughs> I mean, that's that's your show right there. We've pretty much done the whole show. That was amazing. That is the show. And you want to know my favorite hey, thing about this? Did you like that? The- <laughs> yeah, I did like that. I like you. My buddy growing up, his name was Russell. One of the most book smart guys I have ever met in my life. He went to Stanford, gra- graduated Harvard Law School. Smartest dude ever. We got into an argument one day because he was like, have you ever watched those fishing shows on TV? He goes, every time they cast, they catch a fish. No. Oh, my God. And I so, said, so he's just not street smart. I said, Russell, Russell, you do understand they edit, edit that. And he goes, no, they do not. They are that good that every time they cast, they catch a fish. And we got in a huge blown up argument when we were kids about if they edit the TV show or not. And I will never forget it because I'm like, you are one of the smartest people I have ever met. And you did not realize they edit the TV show. You thought these guys were so good that they could just throw it in the water and catch a fish every time. That's funny. Do you ever watch the hunting shows? Nope. That, that those kind of saddened me a little bit because I mean you have you see a live animal, the guy's sitting there in the blind or whatever in the stand, and then you see a nice looking big buck, and he's walking, loving life, like do 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 down the street. There he is, right there. There he is. And you watch the scope go right to his heart, pa and the deer's dead. And it's just like, dang, he just took a life just like that, <laughs> like right now. It's almost like a murder show, but in real life. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a total downer. Man, I mean, You know what's a total upper, though? It's when we play a game called Would You Rather! Game on! Would you rather have nosy neighbors or noisy neighbors? I'll go first. 
I hate a nosy neighbor. I've lived by a nosy neighbor, and I couldn't stand that dude, and I'm going to throw him out in Front Street right now. Mark, if you're listening, I'm so glad I moved away because I hated being your neighbor. He was so freaking nosy. Mark would always come up when I'm grilling in the backyard, put his little head over the fence, be like, what are you cooking today, neighbor? Wilson? Mark, I don't care. It's not for you. Mark would walk into my garage and be like, I was working on something in my garage. Mark would go, you ever thought about cleaning up this garage a little bit? Mark, get the F out of my garage. Really, like, out. I'd rather have a noisy neighbor. I'm going to have to say go with nosy. I'm fine with nosy. I have a noisy neighbor. Dude, every Friday, Saturday night, there's noises below you. We have a baseball bat. We have to hit the our floor. You can ceiling. hear it below you? Hopefully. And we'll pound it. My girlfriend will pound it. And then finally, they'll stop the music. Dude. When they start playing the loud music, you realize real quick, man, I need to live in the country. I'm done with city living, but five years later, I still live downtown in an apartment. What up? But that, it sucks. That would be weird, having a noisy neighbor when you're in an apartment. But sure. I would rather have a no- noisy neighbor all day long. I lived next to a nosy neighbor when I first my first house I ever bought. Uh, and this lady was... What was the address? I'm not going to tell you the address because... You don't you, live there anymore. I know, but you can still go by and see the neighbor, and that's a little rude. I don't want to put them out on Front Street. But well, just say their name like I did. I don't even know her South name. Ar- South Austin. But they, they didn't have street lights in my neighborhood. They just had little lamps in the front yard, and that was the street light. And so the Homeowners Association required you to have a lo- working lamp in your front yard. Oh my gosh. So mine, when I bought the house, was broken. And I was 25 years old, so I'm not going to fix it, whatever. I don't care. I'm just worried about going to the bar on the weekend and you know bringing chicks home. I didn't care about fixing a lamp. So my neighbor lady- They send you a letter? How do they tell you you have to yes. change your light? Basically, they tell you they send you a letter. They have a home, someone that drives around your neighborhood. But anyway, I had the neighbor lady come over one day. I'm getting in the car, and she goes, oh, I noticed your, your lamp's broken. This is how you can fix it. And she gives me detailed instructions about how she fixed her lamp and how I can do the same thing. A week later- I still haven't fixed the lamp because I don't care about the lamp. I come out to my car, and she has now writ- wrote the instructions word by word, step by step on a piece of paper and put it on my windshield. That's funny. And I'm like, <laughs> She's okay. like, now fix your lamp. Yes, now fix my lamp. Guess what? I never fixed my lamp. Did they fine you? They can, but they never did. Like they didn't. I don't know if they really care. And they ended up putting streetlights in my neighborhood. Then I'd be in my backyard trimming the trees. She would come in her backyard and be like, you might want to get that branch. Uh, what about that branch That's over what there? I'm talking and I'm about. like, lady, go back inside yes. your house. Get away from me. You are annoying. You guys have had some nosies. No, I've had my share of noisies. I ain't had a nosy. Oh, really. a nosy. You just can't get rid of them because they want to know everything. They want to be all up in your business. I used to go in my neighborhood. There were two ways to come in. There was the one way to come in and go to your house, but there was a back way. But if I took the back way, I could park on the front of my street and face the way that I need to go straight out for the next day at work. So I like to go in and drive around the neighborhood and then park my car with the front point of the exit of the neighborhood. So Mm -hmm. I'm ready to go in the Mm -hmm. morning, right? That way I don't have to back it up or whatever, just get in my car and go. Love it. One day I do that, and Mark comes out, he's like, hey. Oh, the same guy you're talking about Same guy, Mark. (laughs) Hey, neighbor. (laughs) I'm just just wondering. Why do you drive around the neighborhood and then park your car that way? I'm like, Man, what the? Mark, let me tell you something. It's none of your business why I park that way. I don't know. I'm just wondering. It's very odd that you come in the neighborhood. I'm like, dude. So there's two exits to your neighborhood. Yes. Okay. Can I just tell you something? 
What is different? What? <laughs> I'm with Mark here. It doesn't I, matter, no, 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 nosy neighbor. I, it's I none of your business. But you said you would drive the long way around to park your car facing that way okay. to go out. So why not drive the short way around and park it this way to go out that way? How do I explain it? <laughs> Please don't draw the map yeah, over the radio. I, I mean, I, I mean, do not think people can care. I, Mark, how can I explain this to you? <laughs> Shut the up. Yes. So please we, tell me you told him that. No, I never. Talked I'm gonna tell you like what. That. And we got the most reaction yesterday about our unlimited gift card for food or clothes we've ever got on the. That's Sword a Loser popular Show topic. And so we're gonna put this up because I feel like people are gonna have some strong opinions. Absolutely. On the nosy neighbor or the noisy neighbor. And I've also come up with the idea that we should probably just. Forget the sports part of the podcast and just do games like this. Would you rather and talk an hour about this? Why do you think people care about this more? I, I mean, I'm just—it's interesting. It is interesting, but that is how we play. Would you rather? Game on! Whoo! And something that bothered me yesterday, and it's not even the show. Uh, it goes on in the NFL. Uh, Reuben Foster was released by the San Francisco 49ers this weekend after allegedly pushing his girlfriend, knocking her phone out of her hand. Slap. Yes, and he was charged Keyword. with domestic assault. Uh, his second instance in the last year with that at the 2017 Combine, he shoved a hospital employee, and there's been just a lot of reports about him and an anger issue and things that have gone on in his life, and he gets released, and the Redskins claim him on waivers. like they. So he's now a Washington Redskin, and I, I just don't understand if we want to get serious about taking a stand against domestic violence, how they just go and claim this guy two days after he's been charged like he's been arrested once again for another incident he has a pattern he needs help he comes from a very very troubled background very rough when he was i i I, he was really young months old i think his dad shot his mom and shot him they both survived the dad went you know got arrested went to jail escaped and was on the run for 19 years He's, he got captured. He was captured in Florida. He was when on he, the run for 19 years? Yes. Wow. And he got he got captured when uh, Reuben Foster went to Alabama to play football. Um, there's something obviously wrong with Reuben Foster. Um, Nick Saban, even before the draft, came out and said, a team has to have some people around him that can help him. And just by signing him, by the Redskins claiming him, I just, I, I, it sends the wrong message to a that they're taking a stand on domestic violence, and it doesn't allow Reuben Foster to realize, man, I need help. He's like, you know what? Look, I keep getting more chances and more chances and more chances. Why not wait and let him get help, and then maybe sign him? Why? It, it just, it looks bad to me that they sign, they they claimed him so soon. Two days later, there's no way you can investigate that and find out if he's guilty, not guilty in two days. All, it, it it sends the message that I don't care. We are trying to win football games, and that's all that matters. And the Redskins probably knew that m- maybe what they did wasn't the best thing. They're going to get a little bit of a reaction, so they had to post on Twitter. They came out with this statement and said, "We've got to put this out." Da 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 da. And they explained it, not just a couple sentences. They put out a couple paragraphs. What did they say? We'll fully investigate. Da 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 da. Will he play? No, he's on the NFL exempt list. Like he can't play until the NFL. So basically, investigates. they're just claiming him. Yes, because they they eventually want to sign him. They want him to be a part of the Redskins organization. Right. 
because he's a he is a good football player. Right. But he obviously has some demons, some issues, and he needs help. And I just it sends the wrong if, if I'm a Redskins fan, as an NFL fan, as a human being, I think it just looks so bad. No other team put a claim in for him. So devil's advocate, obviously. If you what's the other alternative though? For him to go get help, maybe lose a year, two years of a playing time, or I think whatever. he'd be out of the league. I mean, I just don't know if he could come back. So, so you think you look at it like uh, we don't we we need to claim him because yes, football rules. Like, let's talk business. Let's keep him. He's a great football player. Number one, we want him in our organization. Step two, he has a problem. We need to fix that. So the money, the business will always come first in football, right? Winning will always come first. Don't we learn that from every scandal in college football and high school football and NFL? Like it's just all football rules. And you're right. It needs to get they need to get serious with it and they need to start by making examples of all this stuff, but at the end of the day, they don't want they don't want to do that because they want to win. Now, to kind of let both of those things happen, win and help the guy, you can claim him and have and let him get help while you claim him. Does that work? Why not reach out to him and offer him help without claiming him? Because you want him on your team. I because under- winning rules. Right. But as a fan base, as a human being, I feel like, it, how do you explain that? If you're a fan of the Washington Redskins and you have a lot of women that support your team, how do fathers... Explain that to their children. Be like, oh, yeah, you know, we just got Reuben Foster. I mean, he got cut for, you know, assaulting his girlfriend, on and off girlfriend. But, you know what I mean? Winning matters. If if they're serious, they could. Okay, we're not going to claim him. But, hey, we still care about you as a human and reach and try to get him help. And then maybe down the line, you sign him. I have the Redskins statement. Cut me off when it gets boring. From Doug Williams, VP guy in the organization, player personnel. Today we've claimed the rights to linebacker Ruben Foster. The Redskins fully understand the severity of the recent allegations made hey, against pronunciate. Ruben. You don't have to remember real fast. Just talk. Is that you're what just, I was doing? You're just talking real fast. Just talk normal. If true, oh, yeah, Doug you Williams can be was sure. The quarterback. I remember him. I thought it sounded familiar. <clears throat> if true, you can be sure these allegations are nothing our organization would even condone. Let me be clear, comma. Ruben will have to go through numerous steps, including the full legal process and investigation and potential discipline from the NFL, as well as meetings with counselors associated with the team before he will ever have the opportunity to wear the burgundy and gold as a player. Okay. Well, Coach, I think they're really trying to kill two birds with one stone here. Like, it's it's winning is important, business is important, making money is important, and it's also fixing him and help him get, helping him get help is important. I think they're trying to do both it is a bad look, which is part of the process, I guess. You know, or else, see, and it's funny that we talk about this because last night I was I was at the park and I'm always going to go back to Friday Night Lights. But I was at the park in Friday Night Lights. Spoiler alert: If you haven't watched Friday Night Lights, I'm going to just say something that happens. It's at the part where the, one of the players is taking steroids and he gets busted, and they're in the in the conversation of do we. F- get rid of this player or do we hold the secret and make sure he clean gets clean or how do we handle this process because and the the problem in this part of the movie was that if he gets penalized 
or kicked off the team for using steroids in high school, he may never, ever, ever play football again and not be able to use his God-given talent and all his hard work that he's done since then. That's high school level. This is the pro level. Yeah. If you cut him out for whatever, one year, two year, like Ray said, he may never play football again. And sorry. I, I know sorry. You, sorry. You have you've had two incidents. I mean, you shove a hospital employee when at the combine. Yeah. Then you have charges against you earlier this year of same girl domestic violence. She recanted her statement when it went to trial. She so he didn't, you know, they dropped charges. And then this one again. Where he slaps her, knocks the phone out of her hand, pushes her against the whatever. It's and, and he does come from a rough background. So yes, we know that, but I mean that's I no mean, excuse, right? So he was nineteen months old, nineteen months old. But the, you know, and his his mom survived also. They both survived the yeah. shooting. Obviously, he did. And boy, it just I you, got, he, you look at it like like and Doug Williams says if it's true, we don't condone it. Well, you are saying you condone it. By signing him right away, they're not saying that it's it's perceived that way. And I don't know. ESPN Sports Center was showing the footage of him in court. I don't know if this is the most recent time or it was the first time. I think it's the most recent where he was in the orange jumpsuit. That's some crazy footage. You see all the other orange jumpsuit yeah. people behind him. There's like thirty of them, and they're all just looking at this dude that's like six seven. I mean, he's a pounds. monster. He's a dude. monster, and every person like they're probably gonna be in jail for years. They are glued to him and staring at his case like. Really, what's, what's your point? Why would they even care about this guy's case? Like, screw the other guy next to me. They are all peering at this guy like, what is going on? This is crazy. There's an NFL star, a huge guy right in front of us right now. We don't have anything else to live for. This is amazing right now in front of us. This guy could get out. This guy could have a better life. They're looking at a person that's about to just get out or something and have something good happen to him where they don't have anything good happen for them. Right, and you say about the God-given talent, he won't be able to use that. Sorry, there's consequences to your actions, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a theme here. There's a trend. It, it seems to it keeps happening over and over. So he needs help, and steroids are a lot different to me than hitting a woman. Sure, totally it's a, different. It's a, it's a huge difference. So, totally different. So I, I I'm okay. They've given him so many chances. I just think it's a bad look that they were so quick to claim him without even doing any research, without even you know interview you know. Thinking about the woman, they, it just looks bad. Like, hey, it's okay, you hit her. You can come be a redskin. Come on. Yeah, in the world of being the first to do stuff, just ro- they they were the first to do it, and it probably wasn't the best time to be the first to do it. Again, though, through listening through his statement, they're going to keep investigating. If he does get cleared from this, then he'll play. If he doesn't, then I guess what what they'll just keep him there and not let him play like or they exactly. get rid of him or they'll, what they'll let him play football rules dude football rules and it's just a bad look i just thought it, I, I i just thought it sent the wrong message and i thought it was gross and i i it felt wrong it doesn't feel right you're, it doesn't you're feel right absolutely it doesn't right feel right that. they have the right to run their organization how they want to run it but if i'm a redskins fan as a as a human i just look at it and i'm like yeah kind of kind of dirty uh now on to the topic kyler murray oh what i thought i'd go as long as we're talking about somebody in the top five. Yeah, Kyler Murray. So, <laughs> at the end of this year... He loves Oklahoma. You do. He's rooting Oklahoma. Well, I, I would thought right we were now. getting towards the top five that were announced. We, well, yes. Yeah, so I we'll, knew it, but we'll, it's, we'll get there. it's yes. in there. We're going to meander our yeah, way. Yeah, we're going we're to sort of weave our way. So, <laughs> Kyler Murray. I want to... Should he play Major League Baseball or should he go to the NFL? So, he at the end of this year, he's supposed to give up football and go play for the Oakland A's. He was a first-round draft pick, got a... Little over four million dollars signing bonus. 
He's making more than uh, Lincoln Riley, the head coach at Oklahoma. So he he's he's set for life. But and he said it. The the plan is still. I'm going to leave football and play baseball. Draft experts are saying he would go no longer lower than the second round of the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. So if you're an advisor to him, if you what would you tell Kyler Murray to do? Yeah, I mean, as an advisor, uh, or if you're Kyler Murray, what would you do? Well, it's either I, way. I I think it's an easy decision based on how you want to live the rest of your life. Do you want to play football? Be a good chance is a really, really good chance. Just at the style of the style that he plays, he's a scrambler. He's got a good arm, but he's a scr- he's he's known for his running. He can run. He's a great quarterback at running the court the the ball. It's it's those those quarterbacks don't last in the NFL. One and if you play baseball, you're gonna make a crap load of money, dude. And you could play till you're 40 years old. And baseball players have a good life. Like you know, they have they play a lot of games, but dude, they their their seasons are long. They're chill. There's not not a lot of stress until you get in the postseason. Like play baseball. And you know the crazy thing with baseball? All these signings happen. People get millions of dollars. A lot of these baseball guys, just because of the depth of teams, there's minor leagues, there's single, double, triple A baseball. Rookie I, ball, I, yeah, there's I mean, winter ball, there's everything. This guy may never, you may never even see him on TV, but if he goes to the NFL, it's almost guaranteed he'll probably get a shot at being a starting quarterback. In baseball, sometimes these big I contracts. I don't agree with that statement. Though. You, you think, think he has a good shot of being a starting quarterback? Yeah. No, a backup or something, and then he'll I think play he, has a, a game. he would get a chance to be a starting quarterback because if you're drafted in the first or second round, they're going to see what you have to be a starting quarterback. And they say he compares size wise to Russell Wilson. So just imagine him being Russell. I don't know if he's as good as Russell Wilson in the NFL game. I, I don't know, but if I'm him, I'm playing baseball. Yeah, because of the injuries, there is no. I mean, just the small stature of him playing in the NFL. NFL careers are so much shorter than they are in Major League Baseball. Yes, you may get to the NFL and you may start games sooner, but you may be out of the league a lot quicker. Hey, and I'm not even going to answer your question. I'm going to say, how badass is it to be Kyler Murray? How how awesome? Because to have Eddie, those options in football, your torch was put out senior year. Mm-hmm. Eddie, you're not good enough to play college football. Torch is out. Lunch, you're a good runner. You're not going to be a college runner. Torch is out. Well. Well, that's easy on that. Torch was still burning a little bit. Listen, <laughs> hey, even today, the boys, torch is still burning. Boys, my senior year in college, I let the torch burn into college, and then that's when I got cut from baseball. My torch was put out. I had torches put out to where I, you're not allowed to play these sports anymore because you're not good. He has two torches burning. He's still good at football and, he can choose. and baseball, and he can choose the torch, dude. What an amazing life! How right. talented that is, baller. God given. Ball- well, a lot of it, a yes. lot of it, yes. A lot God of it, God given. Like he was just that. I mean, he was just born that way, and he was just athletic. He was, and he knew probably from a young age he was a stud athlete. He do- Can you imagine seeing him in high school? Oh, oh my God, Pee Wee. There is. He was I, dominating in Pee Wee. I, I, I know, like people like to think back to Pop Warner and Pee Wee, but usually when you start to get the crazy domination is middle school, high school. I think, if you, I think if you have an NFL athlete or a Major League Baseball player or an NBA player, I think they are dropping. I mean, they're dominating at the youth level. My my uncle, yes, he was a, he his my cousin played youth basketball, and they what were age is that? Well, I mean, he was nine years old. Okay, yeah. okay, and he coached this guy named AJ Abrams. He played at UT 
uh, basketball. He didn't go on. He didn't go to the NBA or anything. But he said at nine years old, this AJ Abrams kid was doing behind the back, no look passes. Just he said it was unbelievable. Interesting. And he used to tell my nephew, just go stand by the basket because he'll find you. He goes, he. I mean, you may not be open, or just just look at him, and he's gonna. I mean, you may he may not be looking at you, but be ready because the ball is coming. He said he was draining threes. He said at nine years old he was. A hundred times better than anybody in the league. That's awesome because I didn't know that the separation started that early. I guess I always just kind of thought when you see the, what is it, uh, Little League World Series, you're starting to see the separation then, and especially in the middle school, especially in the high school. That's really when there's separation. I felt when they're little, it's all, but that's listen, crazy. That's listen, a neat story. My little one, he's five. Last year, is he there was, separation? He was playing soccer, four year old league, four year old, and there was this kid we called Little Ronaldo because he just <laughs> killed everyone. Like, there was no. It was like Ronaldo had four 20, years old. Four years old, twenty goals. When all the other kids were just trying to get the ball, Ronaldo would run around, and he knew the game at four years old. He has nowhere to go but up. Like he's gonna play major league soccer. Oh, okay, like, yeah, okay, little Ronaldo. Listen, he's four years hey, old. Hey, four year old scout over here, y'all. Dude, he he just had it, and I, I don't I, I don't know where it comes from, but he's got what all those other kids. It's not like his dad played with him every every day, whatever. He just knew how to play soccer. He knew how to control his feet, and he would kick goals and make it every single time. Dang. I think the separation starts at a young age. I mean, when I was. Younger, our little league, Balcones Little League. We had the twelve-year-old team that goes to the little league, little league World Series. They were one game away from being in the Little League World Series. Marty Hardy, Damon, Be- they were Marty Hardy. He's naming the top, the whole lineup. I'm just telling you, at that I age, like that name. I mean, they were Kidger, Little Johnny Mugrat. But they were they were four <laughs> or five years older than me. Okay, and you could just tell how dominant they were. I mean, they dominated teams, were- but. But but I'm saying the individual players okay. they were like Marty Hardy played basketball in high school and he was still drafted by the Atlanta Braves from what he did in Little League because they they were like okay this dude is so good but he wanted to play basketball he didn't go play baseball I, and that so I think the separation starts at a young age yes. you know from early on I played soccer I played baseball and soccer with this kid named Jeremy he didn't play soccer till we were 11 years old he never played in his life and he was the best soccer player I've ever played with in my life. And is he, he pl- where is he playing now? Nowhere, because he did, he wanted to try to play football. He got letters. From you ever like, seen Jadun Construction down the street? He's over there. He got letters <laughs> from you know big schools like UCLA and things like that for football. But I am telling you, if he would have played soccer, I honestly believe he could have been a professional soccer. That player. That is a great transition. So coming back to, to Kyler Murray, yes. Now what does he do? He's and, gonna. And if he picks baseball, is that a mistake? No. If he plays baseball, he will be in the major leagues in two years. Two years. Your prediction. Yeah. He, I think he's that good of an athlete, and I think he's that good of a baseball player that he will be in the major leagues in two years. Maybe quicker. That's how good he is. Maybe he doesn't even really love football that much. Everybody's like, what will he choose? He says it. He's so confident. He says he's choosing baseball. Yeah, because in the back of his head, he's like, football kind of sucks. It's crazy. I'm good at it. And we actually might have a chance at winning the championship. Football kind of sucks, though. I hate getting hit and tackled. You guys ever been tackled before? Yeah, it's it not good. It sucks being tackled. I've been hit so hard where I saw heaven. Like, I saw a white light. Really? Coach, I was, I and was... the next thing you know, everyone's around me like, get up, you good? Like, yeah, dude. That was one block that I never saw coming. Dude, there's not one thing people don't talk about, how much football sucks. Yeah. It sucks it hurts. so bad. But, it, but it... let me tell you something, though. I think Kyler Murray... 
I feel like he has a role model in Patrick Mahomes, though, in this decision. Because you have Patrick Mahomes, who is a baseball player as well, and he picked football. But I don't think Patrick Mahomes was as good as Kyler Murray in, fo- in baseball. I, I do, I, I've never seen Kyler Murray play baseball. I, I either have I, but if you're drafted number 9 of overall, you're amazing at baseball. You're amazing. I, I wonder if he sees Mahomes and says, well, look at Mahomes. I mean, he's a baseball player. His dad was a baseball player. And he's playing football, and he's dominating football. Maybe I can dominate football. I wonder if he looks at Patrick Mahomes and maybe makes the decision a little harder. Maybe. And speaking of Oklahoma, the rankings come out last night. They're Woo! number five. Woo! Okay. Boys, okay. that, that okay. game boomer. Yeah, I said it. I said Oklahoma's going to be ahead of Ohio State. Okay. So now here's my thing. If Oklahoma wins this weekend. and They Al- in. They in. If, if Alabama wins, Oklahoma has to be in. I don't want this committee – to tell me after this weekend that Oklahoma and Ohio State both win, Georgia loses, and then they have if they have Ohio State jump Oklahoma, then it's an absolute joke. Either if you think Oklahoma's better right now, they're gonna beat if they beat Texas, who is higher ranked than who Ohio State is playing, then Oklahoma stays better than Ohio State and they are in the playoff. This if they set it up for drama where they're gonna have Ohio State jump Oklahoma. What? What are you gonna do? Then what, it's a what, joke. What then it's an do? absolute joke. I, I don't I don't know anything about this system or whatever, but I feel like in the last 10 years that I've just been around people that love college sports have this dumb conversation every year about, I cannot believe they ranked this, this team over that team. It's so stupid. The committee's so dumb. Don't they do that all the time? Well, yes. What I'm saying, though, is Oklahoma is playing number 14 Texas this weekend. Right now, Oklahoma is ranked higher than Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ohio State, number six, is playing number 21, Northwestern. No, I understand so the if, numbers. If, if both teams win, who's better? O- Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Because even the committee is saying it. They're if, five and the others they're, are six. They're five and six, and Oklahoma is playing a better team, according to the committee, this weekend. So there is no way, absolutely no way, if both teams win, can Ohio State jump Oklahoma if we're doing it legitimately. If they're just doing it for drama, then it's crap. Yeah, and I, okay, so we we were doing that. What are you doing? Nothing. You're just smelling your hat? No, my Sorry. face is cool. It threw me off. I'm trying Focus. to, I'm trying yeah, to no, make he, a point. He, he got me like uh, he was going to say he was disgusted. Dude, he's trying to make a point. I thought you were going trash bag over your face. <laughs> well, like you something. focus on your point? My point is this. So we did that article we retweeted about, what is it, Dave Wojniowski? Was that it? And we said that his, Dan Wetzel. Yeah, that none of these uh, games matter this weekend, that they're pointless and we should have a top eight, top six. The game that is going to be amazing. I don't, you had a great article, but uh, Texas, Oklahoma on Saturday is must see TV at yes, 11 a.m. Absolutely. That it is, is huge. Aw- Dude, I can't wait for that game. I don't really care about Alabama later. But, but why is it why is it huge if just because of the Ohio State? Dude, if Oklahoma wins, they're in the champion, the top four. Right. Or they can just create drama and the committee could vote Ohio State up. Right, but it's 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 great must-see TV. It's their one loss on the year. They lost to Texas. They're going for a Big 12 championship. If they Can't. win, they're in the five, the four. And, I, dude, I had a buddy. I mean, I, I have a personal relationship to it where my buddy was like, dude, we're done. We're done. The cha- the fact that Oklahoma has a chance to control their own destiny and get back into the championship hunt is amazing to me. Dude, and it's the Red River rivalry again. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And it is. the, the thing is, Big 12, I mean, I'm tired of snowflakes. I am tired of the snowflake world we live in. I, it's The weather? The, well, the weather too. I don't like the snowflakes and the weather. But I'm talking. I'm tired of the ice and the rain I'm and the bad I'm tired roads. of the frozen tundra. Warming your car up sucks. <laughs> I'm tired. You gotta buy de-icer. 
I am absolutely tired of us worrying about everybody's feelings and everybody being so soft. The Big 12 commissioners come out and said, the Oklahoma players are not allowed to do horns down this weekend at the Big 12 championship. <laughs> oh, the fans will for sure like, be doing it. You know every camera shot into the crowd? Boomer Sooner. Horns down. Boomer they sooner. have been Boomer doing sooner. Let me see. Horns Let me down. go back and look at history and see how long uh, Texas's opponents have been doing horns down. You may find some real gritty black and white oh, pictures of it. It's people. been about a hundred years. It's called sports. It's called rivalries. People can do the horns down. This is so stupid. Quit acting like these kids are five years old and they can't handle the horns down. There's nothing wrong with that. And I was watching a game maybe two weeks ago, was going to tweet it, was going to take a picture of it, didn't have the DVR function. But a guy did the throat slash and there was no penalty. But all of a sudden... You can cut someone's throat. You can do the throat slash and there's no penalty, but you do horns down and there's a penalty. That's ridiculous. So that was their coach or coach somebody else. That's not necessarily saying the refs. That's still a subjective thing where the ref decides if that's a penalty no, or not. No, the conference. So they're saying that's a penalty. You they're do horns saying down. you cannot do horns down. Lincoln Riley came out and said in a radio radio interview, "We were told we are not allowed to do horns down." Like this has. Why are we so concerned about horns down? Can, so the, anybody else can do anything, but horns down is so bad. Like, can, what the, is, can the Aggies still do their little gun and go whoop? Well, that, they can do that, but if you do whoop down, I guess that's a penalty. Oh, whoop I don't down's know. Not good, okay. Dude, you know, oh my one of the goodness. guys. Maybe it's with the hands and the fingers because there is a finger that means something really bad in our world. Which one? One of them. But what I'm saying is, what if one of the players tricked them? They're, they're going to do horns down, but then they do look inside the church and see all the people. I mean, uh, uh, stuff like hand gestures. Some of that stuff is fine, but it's the horns down. Is there a way you can trick them that they think you're going to do a horns down, but then you're doing like a. Uh, Tic Tac, they're doing like this, twiddling the thumbs. You're doing uh, thumb wars. Oh, what, thumb wars. Yeah. Can they do the? What one? if they're doing rock and roll? Thank you. Yeah. Sh- there's other yeah. hand rock gestures. And roll. Can they, th- they can they do the one where you got the two the two hands together and then you put it in someone else's hand and then you open it up? Don't do that one. <laughs> That's a bad one. That's a bad. One. <laughs> what if he's doing "I love you, mom" to her through yeah, the TV and language? Home, but the horn down, no. Mm-mm. I don't understand it's why stupid. they think that these 18 to 22 year old kids. Can't handle the horns down. Well, they've been like, fighting over it though, haven't they? But who has been? Why is this all of a sudden an issue? Is Did, it, like Texas is? It's been happening to them for a hundred years, and now all of a sudden we're concerned about it. I don't even think Texas players wait, care. Where, where did it come from? West Virginia? Like what? What happened? Like it's been. No, nah, something happened recently. It was a penalty. West Virginia got penalized for when they scored it. a touchdown. But it's so that's, that's what happened. And then they're kind of saying, like, look, we don't want useless penalties to happen. We don't want no. It games. doesn't need to be a penalty. Don't call it a penalty. That's what you should say. Yeah, say, but they're allowed to do horns down. Stop. But isn't the rule where you just can't do any? What's it called? What's the the unsportsmanlike conduct? Yeah, for oh, I'm thinking the foul language one. But yeah, so just unsportsmanlike conduct. That's what it falls under. Yes, that's pretty dumb. And. I would say about five years ago, I'm, I hope I'm right on this, you couldn't even do any dance when you got in the end zone in a college sport, uh, like in football. Right. You know, In NFL, you can dance, you can do the but dirty bird. But for bird. a while there, that was for a big college, deal. For college, you, even you do had anything. to run into the end zone like a uh, you were in uniform, like mm-hmm. literally a military cadet. Tension. Boom, straight into the end zone to your room. Now they kind of let them dance a little bit. They let them turn in around the NFL. to the in the college. Not, no, college, they will take the touchdown off the board I'm not sometime. saying they're hot-dogging it, they're doing Deion Sanders, but they're moving their legs hot-dog style a little bit. They're they're getting away with a little more. I wish they could do the horns down, but they're letting them do more than they always have. Now, it's just disappointing the Big 12 commissioner and the Big 12 thinks 
that the Texas football team is so sensitive that they can't handle the horns down. The Texas football team can handle the horns down. They've been down. dealing, with, They've it been dealing with it for years. They are they are grown, well, not grown men, but they're adults. They're adults. They can handle a little horns down. I am sorry, and this is just terrible. I, I just don't get why we are making everything so sensitive to pad everybody's feelings. Like, and if the Texas players want to say, "Oh, you still sucks." Let him say, oh, you still suck. Yeah, what if he comes out and he's like, okay, and then also in interviews, if there is a time mentioned, like, it's 1130, you are not allowed to say after, and, and oh, you still, still suck. Well, the Texas linebacker, he did have to come out and give an apology, apology because yeah. he said that. I mean, this is these are college athletes, guys. Now, I did watch the Duke game last night, and I lol because I've never seen them do this whole, like, handshake on another player. Oh, it's- when they do the free throws? No, no, no. They were they were about to check in a player and literally. It's the Cameron Crazies. What's yeah. I, guys? I'm new to this crap. I don't I don't know anything about it. But it's called what the Cameron. Well, no, that's Duke Indoor. That's Cameron Indoor. It's Cameron Crazies. They do all this wacky stuff to the opposing team. Guys, I don't know where I've been, but I've never seen everyone put their hands around a random player who's really just trying to check into the game, and they're almost touching him, going whoa, waving their hands right around, him, and he's acting like nothing's happening. Like like you it's have a ghost. To. You can't acknowledge. I freaking love it, and to me that falls under the whole. Kind oh of yeah, like, if, if, don't be doing the camera crazy around. Don't them. be shaking your hands at people; they may get their feelings hurt. That could be a technical foul on your crowd. I mean, it's just so bizarre. Yeah, I agree. So with you. bizarre. And speaking of UT football, they got a chance to win the Big Twelve championship now. Crazy this weekend. Also, there's a new bill that's been introduced in the state of Texas by a guy out of San Antonio. He wants to make it a law. That Texas and Texas A&M have to play football on Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, or the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Thank you. He wants to make it a law that they have to play. Because that went on for like 30 years or something. It went on for so long. It's a rivalry. Maybe longer than 30 years. Who is it? Is it Tech or A&M? It's it's Texas and A&M. Texas Texas and Texas Mm A&M. He wants them to play, and he wants it to be a law. That's what was so funny about like that was the rivalry. I remember being a kid and then everyone just having the yeah, Longhorns, Aggies, Longhorns, Aggies. And then all of a sudden it was just like Aggie who? Like whatever. We're just playing OU is the rivalry. Texas OU, that's the rivalry. So this guy's probably bitter. He's probably an older dude, huh? Yeah, I think he went to AM. Yeah. And he Those are the people that are the Aggies are bitter about that rivalry because Lyle that was Larson. a big deal. And it's House Bill four one two. And if they do not he he wants to make it a state law. That they play. And if they do not play, the penalty would be forfeit of state funds for athletic scholarships or financial aid for football players. He wants to take financial aid away from football players because they won't play a football game. That's funny. First of all, no, it's not funny. It's stupid. No, it's not going to pass, Coach. I don't care. He is an elected official. Do you know that you can write whatever law you want? I understand And you know there are some real ridiculous ones out there? I understand that. But what is he doing? He is wasting my taxpayer dollars writing these stupid bills that have no place. Get out of sports and worry about fixing the community, the economy. Go fix the pothole on Loop 410 down there in San Antonio. They fixed it. I saw checked yesterday. I'm just, I do not understand this. It is so, you're you're gonna getting take, riled up over something. You know all of these guys write dumb bills. Like, really? They write coach, dumb bills that coach, are going to take financial aid away yes, from students yes. because they're not playing a football game. And it'll never pass. Coach, I used to work at the Capitol in my news, and, and it was a stupid rule. I, I was a news cameraman. News cameraman, and if I, I was going to be in the House of Representatives, I had to wear a tie and a coat. 
So I'd go into work with shorts, but guess what I had in my locker? A tie and a coat. So for the whole day, I would go into the House of Representatives with shorts, flip-flops, a tie, and a coat. Dude, I did an internship with Fox in Austin, and the dude in his car had a suit coat, a tie, and he would randomly throw it on. I would go, what are we doing? Why are you, you have dr-? to. Only on the upper, though. Only he could wear jeans upper. and tennis shoes. You then. can wear whatever you want on, on, on the bottom, but you have to have a suit and a tie. Coach, and I sat through all of these dumb meetings, and you would be shocked at how many stupid laws or bills that they're trying to pass that people just go, <laughs> uh, Jerry, uh, anyone say aye? Okay, that was 100 to nothing. It's not passing. Reject What? What's the next bill, yo? No, what, what's what are the, the next bills, one? Though? But they're, they're actual bills. This... No, nah, there were a lot of joke ones. And, dude, I'm telling you, these politicians, there was a bar, just a funny story So they're just quick. wasting my tax they dollars. Wait, coach, their whole life is a waste. I'm telling you, when it's session time, when it's time to write these bills and see if they pass, they come in from all of their little districts, and they sit in Austin, Texas, in the middle, of the, that's the state capital, and they stay there for weeks at a time and that's that's when they go to to do session they have nothing to do they chill they're always talking while people someone's at the podium trying to just like uh, sell whatever the bill is and no one's even listening to them and they're like all right time to vote and people are like what is this one again oh just say no i didn't even listen to it i watched it happen with my own eyes and coach come five or six o'clock when it's over they all go to this bar called the cloak room Right across the street from the Capitol, and it's where all the politicians hang out. Coach, you go to the bathroom, and there's graffiti on the walls. They're like, House Bill of 2472 sucks. Like, they're children. Like, these guys, yes, they're using taxpayer dollars, but, Coach, they're just people like us. They're stupid. They're dumb. Some of them are really smart. Some of them are really dumb. That's just who they are. Dude, you just totally explained his bill thing. I thought it was a pretty serious thing, but it, it happens it's all the time. It's trash. <laughs> yeah, it is trash. And this guy's trash. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool if they started playing again. No, though. it would be nice because there are like rivalries are fun, but the OU Texas rivalry is awesome. The Duke North Carolina in basketball is awesome. Rivalries are cool, but there's already a Texas OU rivalry. Right, he wants it's it on just, certain days, though. I like that. Maybe we don't no, need the Lions. No, he wants the Aggies to be a rivalry. Right, but again. he's it's also about it being on a certain day. And I mean, we don't need the Lions on Thanksgiving anymore. Hell, we don't even need LeBron every Christmas. Yes, we do. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop, stop. We <laughs> okay, want, you know what we do need? I, I want LeBron every Christmas. You know, I, I want the best basketball player, basketball player in the world on TV on Christmas. So I, I can. I haven't watch even him. seen the schedule, but I guarantee you, I know who's playing. Playing on Christmas. All right, so we've Santa des- and LeBron. We've decided Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Yes, right. Lions. Yeah, yes. Lions. Love Lions. It. Yes. Phil and and Tiger. <laughs> Day after Day Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving. No. We all, no. No. Not no. Every, every year. We had one of our buddies tweet. This is going to be something that restructures the way that golf is watched. This Tiger <laughs> Phil match. I hope he deleted that tweet. I, I mean, mean, yeah. a, I mean, good lunch, try, boys. Lunch good try. put it perfectly. That thing was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> I mean, it was an absolute train wreck <laughs> to the point they refunded people. That was terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's just so never bad. try that again on the American public. So you're telling me that's not going to be a tradition every day <laughs> I don't after think we're going to see that. Or okay. like people paying for golf and there's only two golfers out there and the lights go out <laughs> and they they play on a par three course to determine the winner. I mean, that's and when so those two dudes retire, and be like, all right, Fowler versus McElroy. Ah, okay, nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, golf. I don't understand the one on one because they play every weekend. I mean, it's yeah. just like whatever. And man, guys, can I say I feel bad for Mackenzie Milton, who is the he? UCF quarterback? Yeah, I've seen oh, some yeah. details come out of this bad. They boy. said he had an injured nerve and blood issue flow issues to his leg as a result of that hit. Like we're talking, like he's gonna have to have another surgery. He's got blood flow back in his right leg. Uh, 
the nerve is injured, but it's intact. Mm. But he's going to have to have more surgery uh, to reconstruct the sur- after his knee. I mean, it's just you come back from something like that. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's over. They say he may never play again. He they they from- say Alex Smith may never play again. Also, wow, they say that because he's older. Dang. But this kid, he had a shot at the NFL. He, I thought he did. In my eyes, I'm not a scout. Never have been. But I did think that he, he his live arm. He was putting up crazy numbers. Looked like an amazing quarterback at a smaller school. I thought he had a shot at the NFL. And I just, I, I, I read these stories and I'm just like, what? I mean, it just looks. One little play. He's probably made mm-hmm. that play a hundred times. And this one, he suffers nerve damage, blood flow issues to his leg. Like, that is so scary. And Dude, it's just that's why so football sad. sucks. My friends, when I was growing up, they'd all, I would be like, listen, is it tackle or touch? Tackle, I'm out. I'm only playing touch. All the time. I hated tackle football. Hey, we're going to go to the playground and play. Is it tackle or touch? Ah, I think we're going to do tackle. I'm out. I'll see you guys next week at school. Now, we did play tackle down in the ditch. And that, it was fun when you were a kid because I'm not. I don't think we were ever getting hit like this. But man, it's so, just so I always wondered, like you know, when they when they show players like, all right, they're about to hit the field, and they pray real quick, or they do a little sign of the cross. Like, are they praying or asking God for protection? Like, don't or are they asking them to win? Or are they asking for a touchdown? So like, and, and I think that kind of helps me understand that a little bit. Like, maybe it is for protection. Like, you never know what's going to happen. You never know how you're going to get hit, right? But then the, but then the kickers. They do it sometimes. Some of these kickers do it before every kick. Well, they do it to make their field goal. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. I don't think the field goal is worried about getting hurt. Usually. You'll see the, the the place kick. You're like, all right, do a little sign of the cross. What is football? Yeah, contact sport. But you realize when you get on the interstate, you're driving around machines that are going 70, 80 miles do an hour. Do you do a sign of the cross before you get in your car? I mean, dude, that's driving on the interstate is also very, very dangerous. I, for some reason, I just realized this recently. Sound like my the, dad right now. I that's went to the mall south of town. Usually, I'm just going on these roads that are 20 miles an hour. You know when you get on the interstate and you got cars whizzing by you 70, 80 miles an hour, how dangerous that is? Lunchbox what? Why are you shaking your head? I mean, you realize everything. I mean, you walk down the street, it's dangerous because a car could jump the curb and hit you. Yes. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, players crossing themselves before a game. I mean, we live a fragile life. We my do friends. live a fragile life. Well, our bodies I, are very fragile. And I do, when I'm driving sometimes, I think I am trusting all these other strangers to be safe so that I'm safe. Like these strangers, my life is in the hand of all these strangers on the road. Like I can control my car, but do I trust that Eddie, Ray, anybody else is a good good enough driver to make sure I'm safe? And or when you're on a two lane road, one car going one way and the other, you know, like up, one, no, up north when yeah, there's one, only one. one road. I guess one oh, way man. each way. Yes, yes. Those are the most Country terrifying roads. roads in the world. They're few and far between nowadays. Because no, I was going I out to the country roads. Yeah, I was going out to the Burbs for a house party a couple weeks ago and my buddy's house, you got to go on this one of those roads to get to his neighborhood and I'm just like if anybody is texting and driving or any or just looks down for 1 minute, mm-hmm. it's over for me. It's over. It's over. Oh, that's Coach, a head-on now, collision. Now when I'm at a whatever stoplight, you're driving through traffic, if you see somebody to your right, left behind you and you see they're on their phone, I'm out. I immediately go in the other lane. I'm getting away from that car. It's really sick the amount of people that if you look into their car while they're driving oh, are they're on, their on their phone phones. texting. Coach, it's, they all it's are. terrible. Everyone. The, the, and I want to get a paintball gun or something and just shoot them right in the window and be like, pop, get off your phone. Something to wake them up and be like, oh, crap. Shouldn't be doing that. Hey, you should roll down the window to stop. Like, hey, hey, 
Phone down. Do you do that? Phone down. No, I still, I'm going to start doing it. Please should. get us some it's audio. Terrible. I'll laugh so hard. Oh, man. I mean, that's... But, but you know, on that, though, like, Ray's parents, like, they don't even drive in the city when they come visit him because right. they're scared of what I traffic. Just, what I just said, interstates and traffic. My parents are so scared. They come within maybe 10 miles of Nashville, but they don't go downtown. They don't go in the fast spots. They go around Nashville. But it's funny. Lunchbox is not scared of this traffic. He's scared of the country traffic, which your parents are probably like, this is what I like. They're fine with the two-lane roads they don't like the 70 80 <laughs> so, miles an hour and they don't like tons of cars yeah so basically we're just scared of what we don't know yeah that's interesting yeah that's right because i am terrified of the country roads <laughs> but on the country roads i guess there's not as many people on the roads, right so it's not as scary so you're not there's a less of a chance of it happening but <gasps> but when you're driving a country road you're just hoping that car doesn't move over a foot i mean if they move a foot in your direction they're gonna hit you right yeah that's a lot of trust for somebody you don't even know yeah, and uh, Leonard Fournette lost his appeal. He's out this weekend against the Colts. Love so, it. That was quite the fight. It was a good fight. So if you got him on fantasy or if you're just a Jaguars fan, I mean, it's He just, was hurt all year, and he came back for one game for that's you. It's pretty rare, though, right, to see like a, a key player like Fournette. They need him to win. Like They need Leonard Fournette. They waited so long to get Leonard Fournette back, and now he's out because he got into a fight. But they waited too long. I mean, the season's over. I know, but still, it's just, it's just crazy to see like a key player like that get into a fight and go out. Yeah. Somebody tweeted, I saw it on uh, Busted Coverage. You guys ever go to that website? No. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's a good one. Somebody tweeted, some expert. Some guys, write, I barely watch games. I'm... I wish I knew the NFL writer, but he goes, hey, seven years, save this tweet. Blake Bortles is going to be a superstar in the league. Did you save it? And I, somebody did. Somebody did. Yeah. <laughs> and he just got benched. They're like, ah, get him out of here. He's probably guys, like, everybody's going to have wrong takes. You go out, you know what I mean? You say of stuff. Course. Every, if you're in sports like us. Hey, I mean, you're going to have wrong takes every once in a while. But I must say about us, we've had some pretty damn good takes. Dude, look who's in the Final Four. I mean, I said Notre Dame would be there. <laughs> How cool is that? I said the Jags were going to suck this year. You did. You yep. said Thielen was going to be a good receiver. I said Thielen was <laughs> Or whatever your dumbass <laughs> prediction was. I mean, the really, the point is just say stupid crap and something's going to stick. And I mean, if you get a decent amount no. of the crap you say uh, no. right, if you get more of the crap you say right than wrong, you're considered an expert. It's This is all it is. Is you're supposed to give opinions. Your opinions, that's why you do this, is to have opinions. Sometimes they're wrong, sometimes they're right. You're going to look stupid a lot yeah. of time. You're going to look smart sometimes. It's not about the right and wrong. It's as long as you have passion and you have stuff to back it up. That's whoa, all. I, whoa, whoa. Yes. Not the stuff to back it up. You can say stuff and make the back up. You can make up that crap too. Like You can just be like, yeah, because of whatever, whatever, whatever. And it just still sounds good. Yeah. But I still think there should be a, a final, like, okay. Like you were right about this, and okay, no, you were wrong about that. No, you can't, you can't, because there's so much stuff you say. Because every, it n- changes day to day. Your opinion changes on everything. That's what I hate about it, though. You no one's ever held accountable for being like, you know what, you're always wrong. You should probably stop talking about this. Well, crap. we we hold each other pretty accountable. Like when we miss a lock, we get we get drilled. Yes. So we try to hold each other accountable. Yeah, but that's I mean that's what I'm saying. If you're if you're gonna be scared to be wrong, then you're not gonna be able to do it because you're gonna be wrong a lot. So it's okay to be wrong yes. and be right. I don't know what you said. I was trying to come up with a cool quote. I don't I know. Do it. But you know what time it is? It's 11.33 a.m. Central Time, and OU still sucks. Horns down. That's all I want to do. Flag. 15-yard penalty on me for both okay, ways. Get that off the board. <laughs> that was great. Throw Did it you, on the board. Where's my flag? Is my beanie, my yellow beanie. All right. Flag, penalty, 
I do not have a lock. Cheating on Lunchbox? Eddie, are you uh, shutting the door on Dude, anything? Uh, fr- hit me up Friday Lunch, midnight. That's are when... you uh, taking anything to the bank? Yeah, I'm taking something to the bank. I'm, the OU players won't do horns down this weekend. I'll take that to the bank. So stupid. I bet you one does. I bet you they don't. That's Ooh, a good bet. That's, that's a 15-yard a... penalty. There's no way Lincoln Riley would kick them off the team if they're that stupid. That's Unless they bet. get up by 30 and then they don't care about a little penalty. But... Yes, it's just let's let's quit making everybody snowflakes. Everybody, we can have hurt feelings, or we we're tough enough to take a little horns down. Or an OU still sucks. Hey guys, I'll have a lock for tomorrow. I'll be back for Thursday night football. Yeah, day. you will. That's gonna be a good game. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day. Hit us up on Twitter, sore loser show on Twitter. Have a wonderful day, and we out of here. Do you guys come up with a good title for this? Uh, one of our people tweeted us, and they said to tweet to name it after them. Okay, what's no, your we'll, name? We'll say. Horns down and OU still sucks. Okay. That's what we're going to do. But I do want to. That's our first tweet, right? What, about the title yeah, of it? But somebody wanted the title said, to be their name. Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want, Lunchbox? Horn down what? Horns down and, and OU, OU still sucks. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, Micah Didos said, Sore loser show. My man, name the show after me, pimp. All right, we will. We'll get on it. <laughs> not right, not we'll today. That. Not he, today. He wants us to title it Micah Didos. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I love that. We got to do it for that. All dude. right. Not today, but we're out of here. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everybody. You have the worst buzzer ever. Dude, I, I'm losing it. Oh, that hurts.